Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to this day's Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Elise, and this is a multi-faith group podcast brought to you by God's Kids for God's Kids. Stay tuned for testimonies, faith food, heavenly hugs, and spiritual strength. Let us learn and grow together and lean upon grace upon grace. It is my prayer that this may be a sacred place for you to experience the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You belong to Him, and you belong here. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to Season 2 of This Day's Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Lees, and I am so excited to be back with you each as we celebrate Jesus Christ in everything. Here on This Day's Grace podcast, we rejoice and learn from the differences in those around us as we promote unity and are taught by God in our messy, grace-filled lives. This is a place where we lean upon the mercy of God and experience more of His love. During season two, we are excited to welcome a few new segments including Church Family Friday, where we talk about a wide range of church topics with God's kiddos. We will also have a monthly segment called Spirit Food Sunday, where we dive deep into the Word of God and learn so much of God's goodness. And finally, there will be many holiday specials during season two that we are so looking forward to. We hope that you'll join us and be richly edified by this time. Each episode is unedited and just a raw heart-to-heart so that you can feel like you're here with us. As always, we have saved you a seat. So, let's get started. friends. Today for Church Family Friday, we have um, Sister Sarah Cook with us for our guest speaker. She is from Colorado. She is fabulous. And the reason why I think this is because life is hard. And when spontaneous stranded events happen in your life, you really need good people to take care of you. And Sarah has been one for me. I have been driving across the country the last several days and I got stuck in Colorado and um, church family has come to my rescue. So, so grateful. Um, Sarah Cook is amazing. She is uh, reliable, selfless, faithful, and just a ray of sunshine. Again, she's from Colorado. She is has been married for about 23 years, has four children, um, enjoys reading, hiking, family time, and travel. Um, Her dream vacation would be to go to a place that I have no idea how to pronounce. It's in Central America. How do you pronounce it? It's Belize. It's Belize. (laughs) I was confident like 30 seconds ago until I was looking at it. But anywho, she just, she strives to bring sunshine to people and um, to just help others reach their fullest potential. Um, She serves self selflessly in the church she serves selflessly in her family and 
random strangers that she just met. <laughs> so grateful for you. And um, just so that way our listeners can get to know you a little bit um, more, we're going to do a round of this or that. And this will help me to get you, get to know you a little bit more as well. And so, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, um, summer or winter? Summer for sure. Morning bird or night owl? Morning. Homebody or travel junkie? Oh, I'm, in, I'm a mix because I love, I love my bed. Yeah. I love being home. But I love to see new places and experience new things, new food, new, new cultures. So that's a hard one for me because there, I have to have a balance on that one. But I love she to explore. Likes both. But I love my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Beds are sacred places. It's so Amen. true. Um, health enthusiast or sugar addict? Probably health enthusiast. I, I try harder to, to be healthy. And I, I, I think it's important. We need to take care of our bodies. And I love black or dark chocolate. So yeah. that, that is my downfall probably. But More overall, I like well. to be healthy. That's awesome. Um, tennis shoes or heels? Ooh, it depends where I'm going. Yeah. Because I, I have a major collection of shoes. That's my, one of my downfalls. And I have some pretty dang cute heels. Yeah. But I, you know, I usually save those for Sunday and then tennis shoes when I'm getting things done. <laughs> That's awesome. What about flowers or chocolates? Uh, probably flowers. Okay. Um, books or movies? Books, for sure. Um, pancakes or waffles? Mm, pancakes. That one's a hard one for me because <laughs> it just depends on where, um, where or who's making it, you know? Absolutely. Um, call or text? Definitely text. Yeah, it's just easier <laughs> and you can respond it's more convenient. how you want. It is. When you get that call, that dreaded call of somebody needs you somewhere. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, words of affirmation or physical touch? Ooh, interesting. I think it depends on who it is. If it's my children, I always want to touch them and hug them and kiss them and love on them. But if it's, you know, someone more not personal, you know, connected to me, then I would definitely give words of affirmation. So it's, yeah. it would it's be, both. yeah. Okay. Dope. Wonderful. So I have been thinking about how I wanted to address the start of season two because, oh, I... I really want to learn a lot this season. Um, I just graduated college from BYU-Idaho, and I realized that I don't have to go back to school right away to continue to learn and progress and to continue to um, have new experiences and new um, beginnings in my life. And so anywho, I decided I am going to make sure that I commit to doing um, more episodes on learning from others in my life because I think that there are teachers all around us and that helps us so much to be able to continue to progress even when it's less structured. Um, so I'm so excited to talk about this with you today. And the first question I have for you is, um, when you think of the word progression, what would be the first word that comes into mind? That's a really good question. When I think of progression, I think of moving forward and it doesn't have to be at a certain speed, but you have a goal in mind and you continually are moving. And I think there's parts in our lives where we're moving kind of slow because we 
or they're distracted or we have so much on our plates like having young children i think that's a that's a slower time to be moving um maybe to be focusing on yourself personally um, but then you get older and your kids get more self-reliant and then you're able to spend more time on being reflective and looking at yourself and saying, you know, I like this about myself, but this is what I'd like to change or this is what I'd like to do better. Like and that. so um, just thinking about it and, and you move a little faster, I think, when you're a little older. I love that. That's really cool. Um, I remember writing a talk about this theme of progression and I was praying, like, what Heavenly Father wanted me to know about this concept. And I just remember the words coming into my mind, baby steps are still steps. And Absolutely. just like learning to celebrate every little thing in progression, um, it motivates you to keep going. Because if all we were worried about is running when we barely can walk, then that is... That's discouraging. Yeah, it's exhausting. <laughs> it is. It's exhausting. It is. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, so when you think of um, why you were sent here on this earth and what God's intentions were for this um, season of your life, because obviously this life doesn't just end. We go on just from life to life. And when you think of here in mortality, what do you think that God intended for you for this season of your lifetime, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he, he wants us to learn as much as we can here on earth. And along with that learning comes trials. And so we need to learn through our trials and our, our heartache. But we also get to experience so much joy. Mm -hmm. I remember when I had my firstborn daughter, it was the first time I'd ever had a child and I just couldn't fathom how much I loved her like it was oh. it was so interesting to me I knew I mean I carried her and and I felt her grow and move and I talked to her but to hold her in my arms I just felt so connected to her wow and then Heavenly Father feels the same way about us and it's you know it's just it's just very it's very wonderful to to realize that we're we're sent for a reason and that we all have a purpose and we're all progressing at different levels. That's that awesome. That's so cool because um, I love that you hit on a cool point that progression is part of how we love and different dimensions of love. Um, I am not experiencing that with a child right now, but I'm experiencing that in a romantic relationship with, right now. And that's a unique form of love as well is learning to like sacrifice and compromise and um, Absolutely. That is a really cool thing. Um, but um, could you share a little time with us about a time where you saw growth or progression within yourself? Um, I would say it's during the hard callings that I receive in the church. Yes. Um, I have, we have a tiny little ward. And so I have been the seminary teacher. I have been the primary president. I have been the young women's president I have been the really I'm currently the Relief Society president so I've had all of these opportunities and when I'm asked to do things I kind of feel overwhelmed at times but I'm I'm always willing to learn mm -hmm. and there's by the end of the calling I've learned a lot mm -hmm. and I have a lot more confidence in myself that I've done it and maybe I haven't done it the best I could do 
um, because I'm still learning. And then I always just think, well, I'll get called again. It's okay. Like I live in a tiny ward, so yeah. I'll have the opportunity <laughs> to be the primary president again. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just knowing that we have lots and lots of different opportunities to grow and to learn. And it's not just one, one event in our life that's going to like spring us forward so far. It's, it's those baby steps that we talked mm -hmm. about and it's the it's the constantly showing up for yourself okay. and relying on Heavenly Father and pleading and saying, please help me do this. Please help me understand this. Please, you know, yeah. you, we're all working towards that. That's awesome. So did it intimidate you when you got called into the bishop's office to receive your callings? Um, have any of them intimidated you or scared you to walk into that kind of position? Um, I guess my most intimidating calling would definitely be Relief Society president. Yeah. Um, I'd always picture someone a little older doing that, and not that I'm young, but I just, I don't know. Like, Relief Society presidents to me are grandmotherly and, like, jovial, and they have <laughs> endless time, and, you know, and, and it's, it's a busy time in my life, and I just, um, yeah, I, Relief Society is... There's, there's a lot that goes on in Relief Society. Yeah. And so that's probably been the most, um, the most, the most calling that I've concentrated on because okay. like primary presidency, a primary president, you sing a few songs, you love the kids, you teach and, and you go home and, and everyone's happy and it, and it's, it's good. And there's no, there's not much, um, other behind the scenes, but sure. there's a lot of behind the scenes in Relief Society. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, that's really impressive. Um, not in your own strength, but that you have been able to rely on the Savior for something so so big. And um, that affects almost everybody in the ward as well. That's one of those callings that everybody interacts with the Relief Society president at some point. And, um, no pressure, right? Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who are not a member of the LDS church, the relief society would be equivalent to the women's ministry in a church. And so, um, but the distinguishing factor between just a traditional woman's ministry and the relief society of the LDS church is that they are connected in every ministry aspect. They are connected with the children. They are connected with um, the fathers. They're connected with other um, leaders in the church and the bishop or um, other people call it a pastor, you know. Um, and so I think it must be crazy because what Sarah hasn't mentioned is that she's also in a season where she's a homeschool mom. Um, and she's been in this season for a really long time, but she has a full-time job. Um, she's raising kids, but she's also their teacher. She's also the cafeteria lady. She's also like, you know, the bus driver and all of the things. And um, I think that a couple conversations we've had the last couple days have indicated that learning um, that takes place when you're balancing so many things on your plate and when you're balancing time with your family, but also the family of God. Um, I, I think she does it so, so well. Um, you're very kind. <laughs> but when you, but who admires you? Like who do you admire about progression or that commitment to 
continuing to grow sure, and continuing to be sure. better. Like, yeah. I actually admire the apostles' wives yeah. because they are just endlessly giving. Their their husbands are called for many years to be in, you know, to be an apostle, to be a prophet, to be one of the, you know, twelve. And they are picking up the load, and they don't get a lot of recognition for that. And they, not that they would want it. I think most of them are content with the way it is, but I, I look up to them a lot. They mm -hmm. give constantly. That's so true. So. And those are not just three to five year callings. Exactly. Those are long. 30 and 40 years. Yeah. And so it's, the, you could tell the Lord has prepared them for this, yes. you know. Yes. That's awesome. I love that so much. Um, when you looked at the theme of progression or growth as a child and as a teenager, and now looking at it now, what perspective or paradigm shift have you had when you reflect on progression? Well, I'm so glad we have the opportunity to keep progressing. So I want to tell you a fun story. My grandmother worked at a candy factory and um, in Ohio at Spangler's, it was called Spangler's, and they were famous for their candy canes and their dum-dum suckers. Mm -hmm. And so she worked at this candy factory and she would bring all of the candy home that was imperfect. And so she would bring circus peanuts home to eat. They're the fluffy little marshmallows, the orange, and it's pure sugar and a red or orange dye. There's not much to them. And I thought, you know, at seven and eight, they were delicious. They were absolutely delicious to eat. <laughs> and I look back on that in my 40s, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, I'm so glad I didn't stay in that mindset of a seven-year-old, you yeah. know, that we can continue to grow, and we yeah. can do better, and we can feed our bodies better things, and we can, yeah. you know, learn more. And so I wow. love that part of progression, that we continue to grow, and we have opportunities yeah. all around us. And I, I by no means think I'm wise. I think I have lots and lots of years to go before I consider myself wise. But I'm thankful that I'm learning every day. Yeah. And I'm thankful for the things that I'm able to, you know, apply in my life. That's so. awesome. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I love that because um, it is, it has been amazing to me to grow up as an adult and the foods that I didn't like as a kid are my favorite foods. And the foods that I loved and craved are like my least favorite foods. And so it is, and that's just the way that our body chemistry is, is working, you know? Our taste buds are changing and we're able to adapt to different kinds of foods. And I think that way about um, how our spirits are grow inside of us as well. That yes. as a kid, um, our testimonies are simple and simply beautiful, but as an adult, our testimonies have roots of practice and like the storms that have developed us. Um, and I think that that's a really cool perspective that you have. Um, Thank you. If you were to think of two or three things, what would you say um, create um, a gap in our progression or what are things that we should be aware of Oh, that, I think yeah. the major thing that, that is a gap in our perfection is comparison. comparison. When we look at other people and we say, you know, I my hair doesn't look like her hair, or 
I don't have as much money as she has, or her car's newer than mine, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then then we stop our progression because yeah. our focus is off our moving forward. We're stopped. We're literally stopped comparing to other people instead of moving our feet. So Wow, I love that. Oh, it's so true. It's so hard. It is. It's so hard because um it took me a while to realize that um, I can celebrate another woman's success and beauty without critiquing my own. Absolutely. Like, it took me way too long to know that. Yes. Um, yes. And what a waste of time. What a waste of what time a waste and energy. Of time. Yeah. yeah. And effort. It just, it doesn't make any sense. And we weren't so here true. to compare ourselves. No. We're all individuals. We're all unique in our own special way we were created to be different but yet we want to compare ourselves to be like the next person so it makes it's counterproductive (laughs) so true so true and i love that in the scriptures the word perfection is really um translated um to complete that Mm -hmm. is the word that um heavenly father wanted us to know and so um it's awesome to think more along the lines of Am I becoming more complete? Am I becoming more like the Savior? Um, not, am I checking everything off the to-do list? Am I um, getting everything done that I saw fit for my life to get done? And so I think that that has been a mind shift that I have had to go through is just that idea of, okay, I may, the timetable, just throw that out the table, like throw that away because sure. that's not working out for me. And... Um, the ideas and dreams for my life, are they becoming more complete in the Savior or are they more um, becoming um, more connected to his people? And so sometimes I focus more on the people I'm around more than um, my Savior who has lived for me. And so I think that that's something that I'm working on is just um, completeness or wholeness in me, um, that I'm balanced balanced in the way that I eat, balanced in the way that in my education or balanced in my relationships. Um, it's hard. It's very hard. It's yeah, hard balance is so hard. It is very hard. Because once I feel like I'm really getting good at one thing, I feel like five other things just break right. or drop, right. you know? And so I've had to learn. Um, I guess part of me just tries to hold on to faith that what I get done in a day and what I accomplish in a season is exactly what he wanted me to accomplish. Yes. Yeah. You know? And you have to be okay with that. Yeah. You really have to be okay with, oh gosh, I didn't get the 10 things on my to-do list done, but I, I was able to take dinner to so-and-so, or I was able to spend extra time with my daughter who needed someone to talk to, or, you know, those are the life-changing things that matter. The other things will just fall out of your life and you'll either get to them or you won't and it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Um, what would be something that you would say to your children about the concept of progression? What would be some advice that you would give them about the season that they're in or the season that they're wanting to be in? I love this and I hope they listen to this because when I talk to them, they don't always listen to me. But I would say keep moving, keep moving mm-hmm. forward. Keep moving your feet, even if it's slow, Mm -hmm. keep moving because we all are going to, you know, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all Mm -hmm. learning. It's a journey. We all know this, but 
they can do it. I remember just being so frustrated with myself. The first job at 16, I got a job and I was trying to learn all these new skills. And it was so frustrating for me. And I'm like, okay, I've only started working here today. Like I, I'm not gonna know every single thing I need to know. And I think we get overwhelmed. We overwhelm ourselves. But if we continue to move, Heavenly Father's gonna be there. He's not gonna move. We need to move towards him and it's, it mm -hmm. will work out. That's good. I love that. Um, I think that there's a lot of ways that the church progresses. You know, mm -hmm. I think there's so many, within the last 30 to 50 years, our church has progressed in so many different ways. Even for example, the youth pamphlet, mm -hmm. um, making it more principle based instead of rural based. I think it's, entrusting young individuals with such a responsibility to seek out personal revelation that the prophet has given us. Yeah. Um, something that's been heavy on my heart is how we are going to progress as a church um, within being one, within being unified. Um, the gospel says, you know, um, be one. Are you right. or not mine? Right. And so I think, what advice would you give to the church as a whole? Um, to promote that unity or progress within that unity with each other. Yeah, I think, well, as you know, we live in a very small ward. And so our ward is like our family. And, and that is the truth. I, we just, we have very few numbers. We're, we're between 25, 30 members that come every Sunday. So um, we're very small and, and maybe a little too much in other people's businesses. We we know a lot of intricate details of people's lives and we are constantly fasting for so-and-so who needs a special blessing or someone's always having a baby or, you know, it's just, we're very, very, very connected. But I love that in the same way because it's like an extended family. And um, I love that we can have that opportunity to to show love and to serve each other. And so I would just say as, as a whole in a church, as the whole of, you know, being part of the membership of the church is to continue to, to love and just, just try really hard to love others and not compare yourself and not mm -hmm. judge people. It's not, we are not a judge. It's not our calling. No. We're, we are there to be their friend and to love them. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I love that so much. I, oh, I, that brings joy to my soul because love seems like the cliche answer, but it's actually so profound because we know that God is love. And so as we take time to be filled with his love, we can give out more of him instead of less of, you know, less of ourselves. And so I, he is the answer, you know, yeah. Jesus is the answer and he's the answer for every question we ask. Um, so what's something that he's teaching you this season? What's something that you're learning? I think this season in my life, I'm learning patience. I'm learning to to yeah. rely heavily on Heavenly Father. And you know what? My, my prayers aren't answered the way I think that they should be because mm -hmm. I'm still waiting. Mm -hmm. and, and that's okay. And I need to be okay with that and continue to say my prayers and, and have faith that one day they will be answered. And I do believe that they will be. Um, it's just it's just having that time to to really step back and just rely on Heavenly Father. And I shouldn't say just rely on Heavenly Father. <laughs> That's really, really good. 
Um, could you share with us your testimony about Jesus Christ? I would love to. Yes. Thank you so much for asking. I know our Savior loves us and he lives. I know that he died for our sins and he he's amazing. And I, I want to be more Christ-like. I want to have love in my heart. I want to serve my family with a cheerful smile on my face. And I want to be humble and I want to not have as many character flaws as I have. I, I want to become more like him. And I know that living, living this life is hard sometimes, but that we can, we have guidance. We have a prophet who loves us. We have family members and ward members who will support us. We have, you know, people around us. There's so many resources. Um, I love the scriptures and I know that when we read from them every day, we, we get power. We get, we get our scripture power from reading our scriptures. And so I just would encourage everyone to take that time to, to really focus on Heavenly Father and, and say a prayer. What can I do for you today? That's what I say. I, I ask, who can I help? What can I do today in your name? That's really good. That's good. Thank you. And last things, um, the last question I have for you is, if Jesus Christ were sitting right here at this table with us today, what do you think he would tell you? I think he would tell us, or because there's two of us, so I, yeah. <laughs> I think he would say, I love you. And to keep, keep going. Mm -hmm. keep progressing don't stop don't get lazy keep mm -hmm. going and it's yeah. all gonna it's all gonna work out I think yeah. he would truly say that that's awesome yeah he is an encourager and I hope that this episode has encouraged you each who are listening we are so grateful for you and um don't grow weary in doing good um there is still um, so much light that you have to offer this world and um, including you. Um, thank you so much for joining us today, Sarah. Absolutely. Thank you for thank asking you. me. This is my first podcast. This is an honor. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. And I love learning and listening to the words that God has for me this season and for all of us. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. so much for joining us today. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a review below and follow us on Instagram at This Day's Grace. Message us if you would like to share your story, testimony, or insights. And please let us know how we can be praying for you. It would be our joy to pray for you or with you. I truly hope that you know the love of God is completely for you and with you always. You matter and are so valuable. Keep chasing after the heartbeat of Christ, for He is our prize. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye for now.